Okay, first of all, I want to the first episode of my podcast, me being Marie X, and this being the Flavor Podcast. Um, pretty much, we we it's a lot of things we're gonna be talking about up here, but I just I guess want to first explain my name. Flavor is from basically uh living single. You know how Khadija had her Flavor magazine, so I'm biting off of her a little bit, but paying tribute to her and all women entrepreneurs doing their thing and to the 90s in which I was born One Nation Under God Ashe and uh, yeah hopefully everything that I have planned yeah, I, I, hopefully it goes somewhere but for our first episode we're going to get right into it uh, this all started based off of a post that I posted on my story my insta cousin hit me up and was like this needs to be a podcast episode. So before we get into that, I want to introduce who I call my instant cousin because that's how I know him. You can go ahead and introduce yourself. Because <laughs> I don't know what you want the people to know you as. I mean, I ain't nobody famous in that. So, <laughs> you know, I'm Chris. AKA. Oh, AKA uh, Trap Soul Kage on Instagram. Follow me on there. All that. Okay, so the post pretty much read, if a girl posts her man and you go at him, you are a hoe. And at first, I was like, well, shit, what else is there to say about it? Because, I mean, if a bit, if you post your nigga and, and somebody go at him, that's just, that's just wrong. It's just nothing else to say about it. But then he went down this whole list of other things that could be talked about. So I was like, all right, then bad. Let's talk about him. All right, let's do it. Let's go. I mean, so, like I said earlier, I feel like the simple answer to that would be, yeah, don't do it. But at the same time, you could look at the reason as to why somebody would do something like that. Which I would need help understanding because I just wouldn't never do that unless I met him and I knew him, like, personally. Like, if I ain't never met this nigga, why would I add him? I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, but you got to think, like, even before social media, if somebody met your friend and then they saw your man, they would try to like talk to him on the side. They was that type of person. Yeah. The only, the only thing is, social media just made it easier. You can do it with a lot more people, and you can do it on a sneak tip through the DM. For real. Yeah, and a lot of times, if a chick sees that you're happy, and your man is treating you right, he on his job, they get envious of that, and not necessarily they want to take your man. Or sometimes they do, but sometimes they just want to see what like what you about, because it's a shortage of good men out here. I ain't even gonna lie. And that's wild because I never thought about it like that. Like, I never, not that I think that everybody just wanted to see me happy, but you never would think just because you posted your relationship and somebody see you doing good and see you doing happy, like happy, you wouldn't think that somebody would deliberately try to just do that. But I mean, you got a major point. Yeah, because like sometimes they just want to see what you're, uh, what you're, you know, a lot of people be faking for you. Yeah. But people can tell me you like genuinely happy, and sometimes they want to know like, hey, do he got a brother? Do he got a friend, a homeboy, or something? Like, yeah. And then other times they just trifling and just really want to steal your man. But that's a whole another topic, though. All right, we can get into that too. But first, I want to know like, um, what is your take on like the shortage of men that you mentioned? I mean, I look at it as me being who I am and just growing up. I always hear women complaining about niggas ain't shit. 
mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I look around the landscape and it's like, I kind of can see how that could be an issue because a lot of us are not around because the way the world is set up as a black man, we're either in jail, we're either killed right. out in the streets. Um, some of us just ain't qualified because a lot of men just aren't emotionally prepared to be with a woman on a serious level. And then, like, um, you know, you got a lot of men that are, like, gay. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's just like, yeah. So, like, my mom always told me, it's easy for a good man to find a good woman. But it's harder for a good woman to find a good man because the numbers are in that our favor. church. Yeah. You said and the numbers woman, what? The numbers are in our favor. Yeah, like, no, they're not. It's, easy, it's easier for me and good men to find a good woman because there's so many of y'all and it's like so little of us. And, yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad, actually. Yeah, it is. I've actually seen that in research, too, where, like, I mean, because they look at it and the number of uh, males and females that are born is even. But like you said, like, just, I mean, as far as, like, amongst black people, but um, like you said, like, just the things that happen to, like, young men as they're growing up, you know, life expectancy ain't even, I mean, even if you get to, like, past your 20s and your 50s, like, the life expectancy for older men isn't even really that high. It's, like, 50 or something low like that. Exactly. Because the world is not designed for us to be successful, but we got to fight for it every day. Yeah, it's hard out here. Even, like, you know, you think you can just be doing good, going to work every day, but it could just unknowingly be, like, the food that you eat and it's not exercising, just not taking care of your body. Yeah. That's not good. I mean, but... Like, and another thing my mom said was, this is also true, too. Women do not want a man that other women do not want. Right. So, if you're, if you're having problems, like, me and women, it's probably because you're just not, you're just not attractive enough for a woman. Not attractive in, in a physical sense, but it's like an overall attractiveness. Right. So, if you got it going on, you don't have to be rich or famous or anything, but if you're just on your, on your shit. Women notice that, and then if they see you got another woman that's always talking about you, gushing over you. They're like, "Damn, like, I want to see what it's about." Especially like that's why married men get hit on so much. Mm. I ain't, like a, mm. I ain't never like did that. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I can I'm see not that. saying you, but it's like you know, no, I know. The, the, it's like a game sometimes. Like, well, they just want to see if they can get them. That's crazy though. Yeah, it's like the shortage of supply, supply and demand. I mean, it's. It's kind of it makes it seem really simple, but that's really what it is. It's just a numbers game. And that I can really see. And sometimes that leads to, like, I know some people that are willing to like share a man, like, as far as being like, um, being in a polygamous relationship, stuff like that. Oh yeah, I was gonna get into that too. So what do you think about that? I mean. It's cool and all, but you cannot be a weak-minded person. Being yeah, a, that's true. Like, you really have to genuinely love yourself first, and you cannot be insecure about yourself or the other people in said relationship. And a lot of people, I see it all the time on social media, like, they try to use polygamy or the concept of it to set up, like, oh, I just want to have threesomes and just see who I can, how many people I can get in bed with me. But it's people that's really out there in the world, like, looking for serious um, polygamous relationships. And if somebody knows that, they take advantage of that, but they're just using you for sex at the True. end of the day. 
I mean, because me about. personally, I'm team sister wives. I really am. Like, I've obviously never been in a polygamous relationship, or I guess, that I knew about. But, like, I would do that. I mean, it, like, but like you said, I feel like you definitely have to have a strong mind just because, I mean, jealousy, I feel like it would be hard not to be a factor because I feel like eventually you probably are going to feel, especially that you know that you're like, if it's a man with women, you know, he's spending time with other people, like, and not you at the time, or you can start to feel slighted in a type of way. Like it would have, like he would have to do his best job to make sure everything is fair. I always forget the lady name. Like if she one of them lecturers who be lecturing about like black consciousness and black households and stuff, when she was saying like she was like men are kind of built to do it just because you can you can be a man and and live in two like and maintain two different households basically like especially like I guess she was saying say you got kids with like two different women like you can be you know it's easier for a man to go back and forth between houses versus a woman. You can't really do that because you yeah. got the kids. But I just feel like as long as the man can, like, it's balanced and, you know, you ain't take it from me or in mass to to do whatever else it is. Like, I, I can't even picture it, though. Like, are we all living in the same house? Are we all living in different houses, the same neighborhood? Because, you know, that one show they had with the white people doing it, they just <laughs> had, like, the little cul-de-sac and all of them had their own house, though, which was kind of lit. But then it's just like... Is that really? I guess you just have to make up your own rules as you as you go, whatever you're comfortable with within the relationship. Yeah, I would say I guess you would just customize it to your needs at once. I mean, the multiple houses thing—that's like some next level stuff right there. But even as something as simple as like living in the same house, or one person has their house, another person has their own house. I mean, you could probably come up with something, but it takes a lot of work and it's not easy. And especially as a man, you have to not provide for one woman but now you got to provide for two so you have to be able you have to be capable to do that in the first place so if you can't take care of yourself as a man how are you going to take care of two other people let alone one so it's like you can't really you can't really be slacking you have to like stay on top of your game at all times All right, we back. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm straight. All right, that's a bit. So, um, yeah, I mean, is anything left to say about polygamy? If you don't, if you can't handle it, yeah, basically, it's not for the weak-minded. It's not for the insecure. And as far as the man, you have to be on top of your game, be able to provide for yourself and others. So that's pretty much all it boils down to in the nutshell. And stop abusing it just to get some threesomes. It's easier ways yeah. to get threesomes. I think here. so too. Yeah, it's easier ways to get a threesome. You don't have to go all that extra work trying to lie and stuff. Easier probably said than done because some people just naturally be fucking lying, but that's okay. <laughs> that's true. Um, so I kind of wanted to discuss a little bit about um Summer Walker and her little situation going on like I don't know how much you know about like being an empath or like what that really is like do you consider yourself to be an empath I mean I don't know like what my as far as like how deep I would say I am but I am a, I am knowledgeable about people's understanding of their emotions and stuff like this is human 
human courtesy. Like, just put yourself right. in somebody's shoes and see how they feel. Exactly. And they be going hard on Summer. And I'm like, damn, like, she can't even, <laughs> can't even get a break. I think it's funny because I have, like, very mixed feelings about her in the first place. Because I really do like her music. But then, like, once I found her Instagram, and I forgot how I even started listening to her music, but I just, found, like, started following her Instagram, and I was like, yo, she weird as fuck. Like, <laughs> she's definitely out there. <laughs> I can't wear her hats, like, all of it. This is just too much. I had to, um, like, I, I, I swiftly unfollowed. <laughs> but I still enjoy her music. Because I didn't kind of like how she would say stuff like she don't really want to be famous or like she don't want to do interviews or she don't want to she don't want to um like she don't want to be famous type stuff. And it's just like, well, what the fuck? Like, why are you doing this if this is not I don't understand. Like, what is it that you want? Well, she'll say, say stuff like I don't try to promote my music. I'd rather just people that like my music. Like, I make music. She she said, I make music for myself, and then, you know, other people just like it if they like it type shit. Well, I feel like, like every artist says that, but okay. Right. Like, it's just weird. I don't understand it. Like, then when I found out she said she don't smoke, so I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, how are you, like, so crazy? Like, I I don't, I don't get it. I feel like smoking would help with her anxiety. Yeah. Maybe so. Like I know, I remember. Um, dang, I can't remember who the lady. That lady that be on the news that always be bothering like celebrities and stuff. Like, I think her name is Nancy or some shit. Nancy. The inter- yes, the interview he did with um her, and he was giving her reasons, you know, why he smoked or whatever, and that was one of the reasons. He was like, he held, he was like, I gotta be in front of ten thousand, thousands of people, ten thousand people. He was like, I smoke so it could calm my anxiety or whatever. So maybe, I mean, I think you're right about that. It'll help her with that. But I just feel like she's being very overdramatic. I mean, I can understand, like, the social anxiety part. Maybe she just wanted to clear herself out just to see if she can handle it. But at the same time, you have to know your limits. Yes, I agree with that. And somebody was like, if she don't want to do, if she don't want to touch people, then don't do meet and greets. I mean, that could eliminate one of her issues. But to me, I do feel like I can relate to her on the um, being an empath part because I do feel like I am one. But I actually learned from somewhere that you can turn that shit off. Like, you don't have to be, like, a magnet or, like, just be this, like, trash can for other people's emotions all the time. Like, just because, like, you can control that shit. Yeah, you just being a sponge for everybody else. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to do that. You can... You can turn it off, like, or you can, you know, use it to your advantage when necessary. Because I feel like once it starts to become a disadvantage, then it's just like, I mean, some things, like some gifts, I feel like can be a blessing and a curse. But it's just you have to learn how to take take hold of it. Like, don't let it get the best of you. And then to me, I just feel like there's things that you can do to, even if all, right, all this energy is on you, you couldn't control it. You couldn't cut cut yourself off from accepting other people's bullshit emotions you can like sage or like use palo santos or some other kind of <laughs> shit or you can even had like she claimed to be a witch so i feel like well why couldn't you had did like a ritual or something before you went on stage or before you did your meet and greet that kind of reflected you know whatever energy it is i don't know i just feel like for her to claim to be all of these things like it's a lot of stuff that she she probably could do. So I'm like, maybe she just doesn't know that or she just new to this shit. Because a lot of people be claiming the shit, but they don't really 
know what they talking about I, yeah. I feel like or like they don't or maybe she just is new to it and it's just she just don't there's a lot of things she don't realize that's just what I think because I'm like well shit you had to do something to get them even get to the point you at I mean <laughs> yeah you know? for sure because <laughs> I mean I understand hard work and have a talent but sometimes that don't mean shit I mean my my one of my things well I have two things and this kind of don't have nothing to do with summer Mm-hmm. It affects her. My first issue with all of this and people people in general, if you know that you have um, a problem like that, she has a team around her. Right. She has a manager. She has all these other people working with and for her. At some point, they need to protect her from herself. So right. if they know she has these problems, you can't, you either want to be, either want to protect your mental health or get this money. So right. if you want to get the money, do the meet and greets but at the same time her mental health is going to be affected if you want to protect her mental health don't do the meet and greets but then her money is going to be affected because that money adds up and at the end of that tour that's a nice check but at the same time which one is more important they have to make a decision is her health more important or is her money more important and that's really you have to balance it too and if you can't balance it you just have to make a choice and I always say health is wealth so me personally it would be a hard decision but I would do I would just not do the uh, meet and greets. And if she can work on her anxiety at a later date and come back and do the meet and greets later, see how it works. And if it doesn't work, she might just not do them at all. A lot of artists perform and don't do meet and greets. It's not the end of the world. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, I just feel like she's making a big deal about nothing, kind of like. I don't know if she's doing it for attention. And then what was that? The Soul Train Awards when she walked up on stage and accepted that? Oh, she said London on the track, like London on the track's full name. I was like, what? She's so annoying. I was like, <laughs> I was like she is so annoying. I was like, damn. I'm pretty sure she didn't have to say his whole name like that, but she probably just got caught up in a moment and just said it. I guess. I feel like she went up there and did that shit on purpose, acting all like she's shy and shit. And somebody was like, she be acting all shy and she she got um anxiety issues, but she be on, on Instagram popping her pussy and cussing London baby mama out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, that shit is kind of true, though. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, social media, it's like social media is good and bad because it allows people with anxiety and people who are antisocial to be right. to, to be social. You can control it definitely how is. much you interact with people. You can turn your comments on or off. You can turn your DMs on or off. All that type of stuff. So you can control how much access you let people get to you. But when you're out in public, somebody can just walk up on you and physically touch you right. or talk to you. It's That's completely true. different. So It is. I mean, I, I don't know. It's 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 kind of like a give and take. But another thing that um I'm noticing, especially with just um mental health in general, like black people, I feel like we're just now starting to realize like how important mental health is. Because you got things like when we were kids, yeah. if you had a mental health problem, they would just call you crazy or talk yeah. shit, talk shit about you, call you crazy. Yeah, or just ignore it, put it, throw it in the closet, and don't look at it. But that in turn is making a lot of people our age now don't know how to handle that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, you could have been getting medication or maybe not medication because I don't like drugs and stuff, but you could have been, been getting therapy That's true. to learn how to handle that stuff as a child, but now you get thrown out in the real world, everybody talks down on you, calls you crazy. All right, that that's true. And then they don't know how to handle it, so it's like now it's like, well, I'm going to keep it to myself. And that's why the suicide rate is so high. Yeah, I was about to say. Especially with black men. It's like, it's it's scary. We're just killing ourselves because the world already out to get us. And then we don't love each other. And then black people, we don't know how to express ourselves. And it's like, 
cool, you just crazy. Or man up, stop being a bitch, stop crying. That's so true. Real niggas don't cry, all that type of stuff. Yes. I hate when people like tell their little sons, like, your son one years old, you tell him stop crying. What? And then, and, and, and like, the, our, our mothers are doing it too. It's like, you tell your son to yeah. man up. And then yeah. when we get older and we meet a woman, it's like, oh, he's so emotionless. He don't, right. He don't know how to express himself. And I'm like, well, how? Like, everybody told me to shut the fuck up my whole life. Exactly. So that's so true. So everybody told me to be quiet. So that's what I'm going to do, be quiet. And now it's like a big problem. That's another reason why relationships aren't working out as they should be. Because <sighs> men cannot express themselves because we've been taught so long just to keep a lock, a lock on. So, like, can't talk, can't express yourself, can't cry, can't do anything. Right. And on the suicide thing, I mean, I studied suicide when I was in school. And that's pretty much how suicide works. Like, when you're overwhelmed with too much attention, too much pressure built up, like, you can want to kill yourself. Or the opposite, like, you just isolated. So it worked both ways. Like, so some people think that, you know, once they get this popularity, it's going to make them feel better, but it ends up making making them worse. Exactly. Some of the most famous people, especially comedians, suffer with the work, yep. depression and all those types of issues. And they can put so a smile true. on yep. their face and keep a smile on their face and go out in the world and pretend like everything's okay. Yeah. And they be, they'd be the ones going through the sickest stuff, but they're able to still, you know, be funny. That's That's how they can be funny. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like, Social media does not help because social media is allowed people to like say stuff to people that they would never say in person. Like they'll they'll joke you all types of stuff, make memes about you, but they would never say any of that stuff in person. And if they did, they probably get the hands laid on them or something like that. But half the stuff that people say on social media, they would never say in real life. That is true. That at is the same, true. same time, like you have to know, like you can turn social media off. Like you don't have to. Yeah. Get, Attach to your phone, just like delete Instagram if you have to delete Twitter. I know I do, I do a lot. Put your phone down, like it don't bother me because no, I don't have I, to deal with I need time, control, so. I need help. <laughs> I'll be like, I gotta just delete the whole thing, I'll be up there too much. Yeah, because you can literally get upset just like reading comments that have nothing to do with you or people who that is so true. People, people are miles away. back and forth away. Exactly. These people live all the way across the world. What? Like, <laughs> you really mad? I was like, it's not worth it. And then you you upset and you gonna get twenty four hours in a day. You about to spend an hour upset over somebody said over a screen, like that makes no sense. Like I know it's easier said than done because some people yeah, really yeah. can't handle it. I feel like my generation, we used to like play outside and stuff like that. But yeah. these younger generation, all they have is technology, so they let people That's be. True. And then like especially yeah. the celebrities, because once they try to clap back, then everybody looking at them like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. You was wrong for that. Hey, I love that shit. Like clap <laughs> back every time because sometimes these people need to be put in their place. And if I they can't do. if I can't lay the hands on you, I'm just clap back with my words. Right. It's right. But another thing I really thought about Summer Walker and she, what she could do is like, you know, everybody knows about Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. Beyonce pretty much came out and was like, that's how she got over her social anxiety. She created a, a whole nother persona. And she a genius for that. Yeah, right. So I'm just like, well, why? Because she couldn't have did that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess not. But I mean, I feel like that's what you have to do in order to like really just boost yourself up. Not to say it's anything wrong with being your normal self, but... Demon, she's facing yeah. She gets the help she needs and puts her health first. And don't worry about the money. Like, stop doing the meet and greets right now just worry about your mental health because i think so i don't want to see you get used to being like around public in public and on stage and stuff 
Yeah, because she went from like what? She had her own cleaning service and she used right. to dance at a club. Yeah, I was, somebody said she was a stripper, but I know she had the cleaning service too. But I feel like that's the problem with people rising up to stardom so quickly. Like, it's levels to it too. Like, she just went from zero to 100. Like, yeah, it's like real, like, go from eating like McDonald's to eating like steaks and lobster and things. Right. Like, so, I mean, really fast. Yeah, it is a huge transition to undertake. So. I don't know. Peace and love and like to her. Hopefully she'll figure it out. Or if not, shit. I just hope she got a good support system, man. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like we definitely have to talk about since we already been talking about social media and all of that, you have like a pretty good presence. I always be liking your memes and stuff. <laughs> so we gotta talk about your sneakers and your do-rags. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Um, oh, well, first of all, I just want to know, like, what's your take on, like, Michael Jordan, like, just overall, as far as, because, you know, black people be like, some black people, like, I ain't no man Jordans again, but some black people, like, Mike is the man, like, so. He is the man, like, I seen, I saw Michael Jordan play as a kid. Oh, wow. So, like, five, six, seven, eight years old, I, I, I remember seeing all that stuff, like, so to me, I personally have experience watching him play. So I can't speak on anybody else, but I know for myself, the things that he would do on the court, like nobody else could do at the time. And he was just a def- defensive monster. He had a winning attitude. He didn't take no crap from nobody on the court. He would fight his own teammates at practice because he was- This funky ass yeah. app ain't trying to let me be great on my first episode. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. That's how I know it's going to be worth something in the end. It's all good. But anyways, as you were saying, Michael Jordan used to fight his own teammates at practice. I never knew that. Yeah. Trust me. Like It's all kinds of stories. I mean, he wasn't the perfect person. But, I mean, I don't really care about all that extra stuff. I'm not looking at him to be a role model. I'm just looking at him to be a basketball player and release the, the shoes. I love the shoes. I see. So, what is your favorite shoe if you could pick one? Uh, hmm. I would say Cool Gray 11s is definitely one of my favorites. And Bread 11s, Space Jam 11s, pretty much like the OG 11s. Those are my favorites. So, okay. So, as far as like Michael Jordan um, building the privatized um, prisons and stuff, like, what do you think about that? All right. So, Apparently, I've done my research on this, and mm-hmm. there's another guy's white guy. His name is Michael Jordan as well, and I haven't looked into it that much because I never really like sat down and did it. Mm-hmm. But there's another guy named Michael Jordan, and that's that's the Michael Jordan that's really doing it. But because Michael Jordan's name is so famous, people just associated with the basketball. Really? Yeah. So I'm not even sure that is him to be honest. And oh, okay, I might have to follow up with you on that one. Because we will see about that. Then. That's a big allegation to throw on somebody. It is, especially if as it's a, not true. Yeah, especially as a black man, because most people in prison are African American. So it's like you throwing your own people in jail. Right. That's why everybody like I ain't buying them shoes no more. Fuck him. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm gonna. I'm gonna research that and get back with you on that one because I want to. I want to know too, for once and for all. I got one pair of Jordans right now. <laughs> The um and I don't even know which ones they is. 
I'm not like big on sneakers. I just like to look nice. I like Uggs, matter of fact. Uh yes, Uggs. That's all women love Uggs. <laughs> that, that's my favorite shoe. I love a good sandal. I hate my feet being trapped. My feet. I hate socks. I hate all that stuff. I just like to wear flip flops and or Uggs in the wintertime, so I don't gotta be cool. <laughs> but if I I know uh if I need any shoe advice, I'm definitely. Coming, I'll be on kicks on fire though when I be trying to buy some jewels to see what they got coming out. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm pretty uh well connected, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like I don't work for like the Nike company or anything like that, but I got a lot of friends and they got friends and they got friends. We all work out and help each other, so So you plugged in. <laughs> I'm I'm you know, I, I get what I want when I want it. I know that's sorry. All right, well I'm about to see about some things. I got you. Do feel like I want to do that? It's no problem at all. All right, we good now. Man, we back. Yes. Okay. So, um, I also kind of wanted to talk about your do rags because I understand you have a do rag code or something. Oh uh, yeah, man. All my homeboys, they be like, man, you always wear. I just try to keep my hair laid down, but I want to look good while I do it. So, right. you know, I got flavors. Well, all my homeboys like, man, you're always wearing them. But, uh, yeah, it's this company called uh, Snatched Flames. They got some really dope do-rags. They got velvet do-rags. They got the silk satin do-rags. They got all types of do-rags. They got colors. They got designs. They pretty much got almost anything you could think of. Now they got a new line of stuff coming soon. So it's pretty cool. Um, I have a promo code with them. My code is uh, Trap Kage. Not Trap Cage. Trap Kage, like Naruto. T-R-A-P-K-A-G-E. And you get your discount code. And their shipping is, like, really fast. It's, like, two, three-day shipping. Like, I never had any issues with them. I get stuff in them, like, all the time. That'll be a lit Christmas. Do you celebrate Christmas? I mean, I do, but as far as, like, I don't really like the commercialism of it. But right. I, mean, I, just, I just do it because, you know, my But you would accept the do-rag. Oh, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Shit. So. Hey, ladies, ladies, get your man a do-rag from Snatch Flames with my promo code. And fellas, get you one, too. Get the silky. Lay your head down real good. The velvet ones have silk on the inside, too, so don't mess your hair up. And just look fly out here. You can you can look good and still wear the do-rag. You, you don't have to wear all black. This ain't 1995 anymore. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, what's it called? The, um, the tail end. Or- <laughs> oh, see? Like, I tie mine up in like a little bow or a knot in the back. And sometimes if I'm feeling like real wavy, you know what I'm saying I put the little bow on the front on the side, like have it hanging out like the rappers be doing. But that's when I'm feeling, you know, feeling real cool or whatever. But I don't do the the tail out. I feel like it just gets in the way. You can feel it flapping in the wind. I mean, I think it's so funny when I like I feel like you can really tell what type of what type of nigga it is. Depending on how they where they do rat, like oh man, I feel like you like know. how Nunu was on ATL. I could tell a lot about a man how he skate. I could tell a lot about a man how he wear his do rat. All right, so enlighten me. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Just cause like only certain type of niggas be wearing they, the the flag out like. It just be funny to like why just why I can't do it. I, I tie it up. I can't do the flag. I tie it up in the back because it just looks weird. This is weird. Don't look it look like. hella weird. Like what do you like? It's a, and it don't even serve a purpose because it's made to like keep your neck clean. But if your hair you not your hair is not dripping or anything, so there's no point in having the cape out. I cannot stop laughing. That shit is hilarious. 
Yeah, you just gave me flashbacks with that one. Cape out. <laughs> I mean, I know some people that wear the cape out, but I mean, I just can't do it. it ain't my, it ain't my style, not at all. Please, I mean, if you know, by all means, do you? But I'm just, I'm here to let you know right now. People are judging you by how you wear your damn do rag, okay? I'm judging so. you by how you wear your do rag. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also know you be chefing it up too. Oh That's yeah. I mean, I be cooking because, like, my mom, she always told me she don't ever want me to depend on a woman for anything. I know that's so, yeah. I know I take care of my own house. And anybody else that comes in my life, that's because I want you, not because I need you. I know this right. But, yeah, I be cooking. I love to eat. You know what I'm saying? I ain't the skinniest motherfucker in the world. I, I think you should make a page for your food. I've been told you that. Yeah, like, a lot of people keep telling me to do, like, a food blog. Like, you should. Get a, uh, be, I be like, what the, like, I swear, me and my, I be reading your little titles to my mom. <laughs> she be like, what the hell? I be like, yeah, it's more like, he be going off balsamic vinaigrette topped with <laughs> jasmine rice with a little bit of, like, I be like, what the fuck? I don't even know what this is. Nigga be making the shit sound so good and it be looking good. Yeah, I, I get tired of eating the same stuff. Like, you know, I ain't trying to be like eating like soul food every day. That stuff will kill you. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta switch it up and just like eat food from different cultures across the world and just make my yeah. own stuff. Make my own stuff I up. Think what you made some uh damn, like some Indian food the other day. I saw that. Oh yeah, oh uh, it was a chicken curry, chicken masala. That that was fire. Mm-hmm. I I killed it. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing to eat and then your favorite thing to cook uh, man I, I don't want to sound like a typical black person but I love chicken wings I ain't, I ain't even gonna flex <laughs> I ain't even gonna flex on it like I can eat chicken wings probably like two three times a week mm. it's I just went like, the buffalo wild wings yesterday so yeah it's like I so eat. many flavors you can throw on there you can make your own flavors but mm-hmm. I made my own wings cause you know I can cook better than most of these restaurants so I just be making up my own stuff and what's your favorite food to uh, cook? With chicken wings too? Eat and cook chicken wings? Uh, like cooking not so much because that grease be popping. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. As far as I don't really have a one thing I like to cook, but I will say, I like to cook things that other people ask me to make. People, always, my friends, always ask me to make food every time we have a potluck or something. They're like, "What you making?" They don't, they don't even ask me sometimes. They just tell me, "Oh, you cooking?" So I like, right. yeah, I like to cook food that other people like to cook. I like it when people enjoy my food and they just like tell me it's good or place orders or whatever. And sometimes like they'll pay me to cook. And I'm like, all right, I'll pay, I'll cook it, but y'all gotta pay for everything. I pay for all the ingredients and whatever you want me to make, I'll make it. So I know that's right. So do you foresee a, a restaurant in your future? Uh, I seriously doubt it. I mean, I like a cooking. Food truck? Oh, that would be a food truck would be a good idea. But the thing about cooking that I don't like. I don't like prepping the food. Like, if I had, like, an assistant to, like, mm-hmm. chop up Because you really be cutting the shit up. Like, you really be yes. doing that shit. There ain't nothing half-assed about nothing I ever seen you make. I do everything by hand. Like, I don't like eating frozen foods, and I don't like eating canned foods. I try to get everything fresh as possible. So I really be in here chopping up everything. That take Sometimes I take, like, 30 minutes just to chop up everything. Just prepping. Mm. But if I had somebody to do that and clean up after me, oh, I cook all the time. Um, that's why I don't be cooking, because I don't like the dishes. Yeah, I can't stand the dishes. But cooking does save me a lot. It'd it be worth it. Yeah, it do. It do. I used to eat out. You gotta, I got food at the house yourself yeah. a lot. I literally, it's hard for me to I do. I go to the grocery store and spend like $300, and that lasts mm. me for like like a month. So I'm like, well, I can't eat out because I just spent $300, so I'm like wasting my money. So I got to cook, and if I don't cook, it's going to go bad because it's, right. it's not frozen, so I have to cook it. Right. For sure. 
Well, I mean, I think that's that's it. That's all I had. We're going to end it there. All right, what's up? I feel like this was a very productive first episode. And it's going to be more, so be on the lookout for those. Um, Go ahead, tell the people your Instagram one more time. Uh, Yeah, my name is Trap Soul Kage, T-R-A-P. Soul is S-O-L-E, like soul from your shoe. Kage, like Naruto, K-A-G-E, Trap Soul Kage. That's a bit. And of course, I am Jasmine the God on Instagram only because I don't be doing other. I mean, I be on Facebook before Facebook. Facebook is like the flea market. I can't. Bruh, Facebook is so trash. I can't get it. <laughs> it's so good. I'm like, we'll try together. Every time I get on this shit, it's so People funny. be tagging me and stuff. I'm like, who? Hell no. I don't even like these pages y'all at me on. Like, stop. <laughs> Facebook is a hot fucking mess. But um, yeah, but that's it. So, peace. All right, be easy. Bye.